Hey, this is Milan Milan. We're here discussing Revelation 16 today, but let's just go over what we've uh, read so far. So in Revelation 6, we start out with the first seal, right? And that gets us all the way through the sixth seal. But in Revelation 7, it's the seal of Israel. Okay, so you remember um, Revelation 7, starting at verse 5, it tells you the 12 tribes that were sealed, and there were 12,000 from each tribe. And so then we get into Revelation 8, where we now get to the prelude of the seventh trumpet which is actually the seventh seal okay so it's the pray the seventh seal is the prelude to the seven trumpets that are about to come and then we get into the trumpets in revelation 8 and it goes all the way through the fourth trumpet so in revelation 9 it picks up with the fifth trumpet where the locust from the bottomless pit they come out you guys remember that? And we also talk about the sixth seal, um, the angels from the Euphrates. Okay. And then in Revelation 10, it's the mighty angel and the little book. Revelation 11 is the two witnesses that we discussed. And Revelation 12 is the woman, the child, and the dragon. Um, Satan thrown out of heaven, the woman that is persecuted. And in Revelation 13, the beast from the sea. And there's also the beast from the earth in Revelation 13. So then when we get to Revelation 14, it's the lamb and the 144,000. There's also the proclamation of the three angels. Let's not forget those three angels. I feel like one was warning. The second one was telling you what will happen. And the third one was just like strengthening the two previous uh, angels on what they were saying. Like they were literally out there telling you, do not take the mark of the beast. This is going to happen if you take the mark of the beast. Do not do it. Okay. And then we got to Revelation 15, where it was the prelude to the bold judgments that we're actually about to go into now in Revelation 16. So stay tuned. We will go to Revelation 16. And yes, this chapter has all of the seven bold judgments. All right. Hey, guys. Hey. Malamala here. We are here at Revelation 16. We've already explain what we're going to go through so let's get right to it keep in mind that this is john the deceased 
all of these visions. He said, then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on the earth. The first bowl, loathsome sores. So the first went and poured out his bow upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image. The second bowl, the sea turns to blood. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea and it became as a dead man and every living creature in the sea died. The third bowl, the waters turned to blood. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters saying, you are righteous, O Lord, the one who is and who was and who is to be because you have judged these things for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets and you have given them blood to drink for it is their just due then i heard another from the altar saying even so lord god almighty true and righteous are your judgments the fourth bowl, men are scorched. Then the fourth bowl poured out angel. I'm sorry. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and power was given to him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed the name of God, who has power over these plagues. And they did not repent and give him glory. Fifth bowl, darkness and pain. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and his kingdom became full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and they did not repent of their deeds. The sixth bowl, Euphrates dried up. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and his water was dried up. So the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they shall see his shame. And they gathered themselves, gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Seventh bowl is the earth utterly shaken. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying it is done and there were noises and thunderings and lightnings and there was a great earthquake such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. Now the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great 
Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And great hail fell from heaven upon men, each hailstone about the weight of a talent. Men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, since that plague was exceedingly great. So we've gone over all seven bowls in Revelation 16. Understand that with each judgment, it continued to increase as in labor pains for a woman who is uh, giving birth to a child. So, it's just like what it says in Matthew 24, verses 6 through 8. And let me actually look at that for you. So, in Matthew 24, verses 6 through 8. It says, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. This is where Christ was speaking. He was predicting the uh, destruction of the temple. So most would like to say that the temple is referring to the actual building. But then there are some that say the temple would be you, the body of Christ. And I'm along the ladder. In the Bible, it speaks of our bodies being um, members, right, of the body of Christ. It also speaks of um, our bodies being the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. Once we've accepted Christ and we allow his will for our lives, we've accepted that free gift, we've repented, the Holy Spirit then indwells in us. And we should not grieve the Holy Spirit, which we could do by not letting the Holy Spirit flow and allowing the Lord's will to be done in our lives, right? We can be stubborn. That would be grieving the Holy Spirit, okay? So, 
it's like what I was saying in the beginning, like the birth pains, how it's this little, then it just gets, it's more, and then it's more, you know, if you have ever seen a woman go through the labor pains, or if you yourself have gone through the labor pains, you know they start off little, and then they increase, and they increase, and then they increase, right, until the baby's here. So, think of the judgments in the book of Revelation during this great tribulation time as that because they increase they start off they're not good they start off not too bad compared to what is to come they're bad don't get me wrong they're bad bad but they start off at a five and then they get to a six and then it gets to a seven right and then it just continues to increase until all of it is complete And keep in mind that during this time, the church is not here. Not once have we seen the word church. When you look at the beginning of the book of Revelation, um, it speaks to the seven churches. And we can actually even identify churches like that today. Okay? Even today. You got some lukewarm churches. You got some hot on fire for God churches. And then you got churches that's not even anything God-ordained. Okay, so I say that term loosely to that latter part. But the labor pains increase much like the judgments will increase onto the world. And no one wants to be here. And just no one wants to be here. But if we were to break some of this down, let's look at when we get to the sixth bowl. So you see how it says, Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and his waters was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the frost prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to battle of the great day of God Almighty. So the Euphrates is called the Great River. Um, in the Bible, it's just as the Mediter- Mediterranean Sea is called the Great Sea. Okay. So the first mention of this is in Genesis 2 and is designed, I mean, I'm sorry, it's designated um, over 25 times in the Bible. 
So in this verse, um, it seems as if it's a connection with the sixth plague. As it was prominent in the first state of man on earth, so it's featured in the last state of man, the great tribulation. So Abraham was called a Hebrew and some interpret it as meaning that he came from the other side of the Euphrates. The Euphrates was the eastern border of the land God promised to Abraham in the same day um, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. He was saying to him, unto thy seed, I have given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. That's in Genesis 15, verse 18. It also became the eastern border of the Roman Empire. Mm. So this great river, Euphrates, it dries up, right? He's going to dry it up. If you look at it now, it's literally drying up. So for anyone wanting prophecies that were fulfilled or anything that looks similar or looks like it will be fulfilled look at the great river euphrates back in say 2019 and then look at it now go ahead just google it's a quick google search nothing short of an amazement but let's just talk about these frogs right so the frogs he said and i saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the wild beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet were as frogs for their spirits of demons working signs which go forth unto the kings of the whole inhabited earth they gather them together to the war of the great day of god almighty So I believe this is going to be triggered um, by the coming down of Russia from the north sometime during the middle of the tribulation period. And today is November 26, 2022. Look at what's happening right now. All these different countries are talking about going to war. And the name of the country that I just mentioned is definitely a part of that conversation. Greatly a part of that conversation, right? With everything I would say, pray. Ask the Father to reveal it to you. He has personally shown me a dream of war. And I mentioned it on one of my social media sites. And for a while, I wasn't sure if I should say anything because I wasn't sure if it was something that I was supposed to say like how to say it and if if I was how how to right so I prayed on it for a while and I sat on it for a while 
And then I sat. And then a little after I did, um, there was people noticing that the CCP is here in the U.S., but they're actually in other countries as well, setting up illegal police stations and then my dream made sense because that's who was in the dream and as I said in the, when I gave the what the dream was um, I don't know if we were there or if they were here but after what I was seeing of the videos I feel we were they were here they were here here in the US because they're here now and then if you really do a little bit more research you're going to see that they actually have the borders of our nation they have bought land and setting up military bases why would they set up military bases on the borders of our nation unless they were going to do what I saw so God is real he is alive he hears you and he will warn his children. He will warn his children. Maybe in the next one, I'll go over what the dream was. I just did not want to make this too long. But as we're sitting here talking about the Great Tribulation and how nation against nation the Holy Spirit has brought that to my attention for my remembrance so about these this is this is this part where we are already here talking about these frogs so you know how our God is amazing right you know he's amazing you know how awesome he is but just understand the satan is a counterfeit he doesn't create anything this fool don't he don't create nothing okay so understand that he copies so we have our father right and then we have the son and the holy spirit some would say trinity i say godhead Godhead is literally in the Bible. Um, I believe it's in Matthew. And I will try to find it within the next couple of sessions. <laughs> but it literally is in the Bible. Godhead. And even if the word Godhead wasn't in the Bible. When you read the Bible, 
you read your love letters, you're going to see there is definitely a trend. There's definitely a Godhead in the Bible. So because he doesn't create anything, he basically copies, right? Um, So this is basically his unholy trinity, um, his unholy union of his three. So you have Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet, right? Satan, Antichrist, and false prophet. They act in unison enforcing the nations of the world to march together against Israel in an attempt to destroy Yah's purpose on earth. So Yah gave them certain promises to Abraham, right? And to those who will come after him, he made certain he made certain covenants with the Hebrew people. And those covenants are going to stand right because our god his word does not return void so just keep that in mind as you read through this try to understand what is being implicated so again i'm just going to say the church is not part of this The church is not going through this, which is also known as um, Jacob's trouble. We have been raptured. We are not here. But because we know these things will come to pass, because we know how imperative it is for people to choose Christ now than to be in this situation and have to die for their faith, because right now we're in the grace of, we're in the period of grace. So in the period of grace, it's um, you can choose Christ and not have to die for your faith. Whereas during the tribulation, boo, I'm telling you, there will be people dying for their faith in Christ. In the Bible, it speaks of people being beheaded. In the I think it's their book uh, in the Quran for the Muslims. They talk about their Mahdi and their Mahdi is going to make things right. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Okay. Um, but they behead people. That's how they kill them. They behead people. So who do you think, what do you think is going to be the religion? Right? Who do you think? Everybody wants to spy. And to be honest, we shouldn't be trying to search for a religion. It's a relationship with Christ. It's a relationship. Don't you know the Pharisees and the Sadducees were so religious? They just wanted to follow practices, a set of rules that they didn't even want to like follow, but they wanted to put down on people to do. If you look at these other faith walks, they're really like cults. They're religious. And nowhere does Christ say, follow this religion. 
He says, follow me. He's not religion. He wants a personal relationship with you. That's the big difference. He gives you salvation. These other religions, these other faith walks, they don't. They will lead you to hell. So I say that and I'm out because it's getting a bit deep and my time is about up. We will pick back up. God willing. With Revelation 17. Revelation 17 is going to talk about the scarlet woman and the scarlet beast. So stay tuned for that. Y'all bless. I love you all. Go in peace.